0: how's it going people so this one today is another live q a that i actually recorded live on youtube a few days ago uh, it was a really c- cool um live q a and slash hangout whatever you want to call it There were some great questions by you guys who turned up and um, so anyway this is the audio version of that so if you haven't didn't watch the live enjoy this one Um also guys if you can check out the one-off donation option and the patreon page and I, i'm also now offering some one-on-one personal coaching if this interests you i have um a coaching, um, a coaching setup which is basically where you can do uh, monthly coaching sessions or you can just come to me for a one-off coaching session maybe if you need someone to talk to or just sort of um, work on certain elements that you need some extra advice on so if, if you if you want if you're interested in that just check it out on the Ascend podcast website and it's all um, straightforward on there anyway so I love you all enjoy this Q&A style uh, there'll be another podcast out tomorrow peace out how is it going people? hope you're all doing well, wherever you are in the world. And um, I want to definitely dive in and do a live Q&A. Uh, but just to start this, I wanted to talk about some of the observing my thoughts have been having a little bit lately just to sort of get warmed up. Um, you know, but it's clear to say that we're all living in a very interesting time uh, within the human experience right now. You know, a very interesting time in history you know, and I kind of feel like there's this interesting dance at the moment where for so long, so many of us have been, you know, working on many different levels. We've been like sort of waking up to who we who we truly are. We've been sort of organizing our lives um, around that understanding, you know, we've been b- moving our lives in a sense of more holistic living. We've been um, sort of shearing up ourselves in terms of been more self-reliant on um, systems within inside of ourselves than outside of ourselves people have been looking into self-healing people have been um you know taken away taking back sovereignty over the self than uh, other than putting it in people outside of themselves and then kind of right now on the planet you know we've got this dynamic where there's a lot of us who can see what sort of up in the world and something that's currently not doesn't isn't something's not right you know but at the same time and um, we look around and we can see that there's so many people who are, are living in these base and um, base roof fears, and kind of like don't you know the kind that that frequency that's that other people are, are living in and also that the the government and the media is trying to pump out is a frequency that we don't align to you know and it's kind of challenging like how do you sort of manage that balance when you're sort of waking up and you can see maybe loved ones or other people around you who are sort of you know they're still standing on the on the train track sort to say and not moving and um, you know just about to get hit by the train uh, but also how do we navigate that space you know because a lot of us are, are, are sort of i know people don't like the word uh, awakened or woke but whatever word can you use you know it's just language but uh, you know when you are when you do start waking up um, especially right now it, it, it's so challenging you know how do you sort of navigate your, your human existence because you know right now on the planet we've got like for example you know if you don't believe in certain things you have to tilt them to to adopt into the system for example you have to wear a mask to go to the supermarket even though you know a mask is not healthy for you uh, for example you know if you want to go to another country you're gonna have to take a, a vaccine you know, there's kind of loads of different th- things that's playing out now. There's a huge divide of the frequencies and consciousness on the planet, and it's kind of like there's this famous saying where it says, "If you think you're enlightened, um, go back and spend, go back and live at home with your parents." And I kind of feel like that's the same collective dynamic that's playing out right now, where a lot of us over the last few years and m- many years prior have been sort of working on ourselves. We've been looking into alternative topics, building up momentum on th- on, on our sort of our own senses you know sort of thing taking sovereignty from healing ourselves and you know like I said before we're taking more sovereignty back over our bodies our minds and our consciousness Um but right now you know this seems to be like we are been tested by the parents you know by the government and we're looking at the parents which are the government and we're starting to realize that they have so many traumas they've got so many emotions out of balance uh, they don't have your best interest at heart they haven't got things figured out they don't know what they're doing and you know how do we navigate ourselves from that space it's quite a quite a challenging thing and I was thinking about the concept of freedom because when it comes to the concept of freedom and um, people are talking about how you know give us our freedom back you know but that freedom was always ours you know when we are born this into this human existence we're, we're sovereign beings that have sovereignty of our own body our minds our spirit and our consciousness it's just the systems in them um, the laws and the the bullshit that's wrapped around the human existence that gives you the illusion that you're not free and and your freedom is dependent on forces outside yourself and it's not you know the further that you get down the path you realize it's not and um, you have sovereignty over yourself so anyway that's all i wanted to say i'm going to jump in i want to interact with all you guys and um, i'll read i'll try and read as many comments and ask answer as many questions and let's just have a cool hangout you know and let's see what we can uncover <clears throat> so um so hiya sean hiya gary really cool as well by the way to see see the see the same people turning up again and again it's really awesome so um arthur good and channel says youtube page says how do we go back to normal once we have figured out it's just a game um this is an interesting one you know so for example i think what you mean by that is is when you when you start waking up and you start realizing that you know that we're sort of living in the matrix sort of say how do you sort of go back to to normal quote-unquote reality i mean what does normal mean you know normal um normal the word normality is always changing you know for example right now the normal on the planet is is it looks foreign to many of us who are waking up but this sort of normal that's playing out right now to some people and, um, you know, they thrive in that, they thrive in this environment now where they can, they have an excuse and maybe not to, to do certain things or wear a mask and be vulnerable and stuff, you know? Um, but normal's a, a world that word that's always changing for me. But, you know, once you do start waking up and you realize that what this place is, you realize what you are, you can't go back to normal. You know, you can't. This is something that I've I, I struggled with for about the last eight years of my journey when I was going through, hev- heavily going through some deep spiritual awakenings. Um, and i was starting to you know for example it's just like when you when you do burst through and know who you are for a psychedelic experience now trying the next morning going back to work you know it's kind of like that all the time the further that you go down you start it starts to become a lot harder to function in quote unquote normal reality you know you you um look around at your friends who and your family and you no longer can resonate with them you um no longer can resonate with the the current job that you're doing or something or even the partners we you with the foods that you're eating or whatever it may be the way you're living um and i kind of feel like you know there's once you do wake up there's no going back you know it's kind of there's a there's an old saying where it says how um that once you start waking up the journey becomes much harder and harder and it really does you know because we're our own, once you start waking up, you realise that no one else is the judge of yourself. You're the judge of your own character, you know, and how you treat people, how you live out your life. And, um, you know, kind of, there's a there's the same where it says, you know, I wish I never woke up. It would have been much easier if I could have just chilled out all day and not realised all the shadow work and different things that I have to work on. But, you know, it's not that easy. And I just feel like it's like in the in, me, in the Matrix, you know, I'm sure all you've seen the, the film the Matrix. Once um, Neo sort of wakes up, you know, there's there's no going back. Um, however, there is uh, one guy in the Matrix who just wants to be plugged back in and just wants to eat the steak, you know. So you are going to get people who just want to be plugged back in and eat the steak, but you're going to but the majority of people wants to have seen beyond the the sort of the act and the the, the big stage that we're living in. People want to sort of get behind that, you know, and figure out what's behind the behind the stage, you know, behind the curtain. <laughs> <coughs> <laughs> kilo whiskey alpha says it i makes makes you want to run down to the nearest church and pray to their god (laughs) exactly i don't know what god they're praying to to be honest i think it's a satanic god (laughs) the masked satanic god wearing god (laughs) but it's just added that as well it's an interesting thing because i kind of feel like right now on the planet um, the way i say it playing out is that the reason why a lot of people are living in these base root fears and um, we have this huge disparity between people who are waking up and people who aren't. And I know that's quite a quite a cliche thing to say, waking up versus not, what does that really mean? But I'm just using that as in terms of, to, to, to speak of an example, you know? Um, but I kind of feel like the people who are in fear right now are the ones who haven't got no sense of spirit, you know? The ones who aren't taking psychedelics, the ones who aren't um, doing daily practices and altering their consciousness, you know, working on themselves. Uh, and are rooted in these base level fears so i kind of feel like it it's clear to see that there has um there's also been a huge se- huge 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 separation of people um a huge severing of of that connection to spirit in our lives because you know if, if you have got a connection to spirit right now in the world you know then what's currently going on in the world now with covid doesn't matter you know because you're not scared of death kind of you know so um it's kind of interesting the people who are in fear now haven't got that sense of spirit because god really is just that sense of spirit you know i know religion has turned it upon itself and sort of um, made it and skewed it up in a way so they can control people and um, but at the end of the day that sense of spirit um at one one time on the planet was a lot stronger than it is now and a lot of us haven't got that sense of spirit so gary says um many people say that taking drugs is a cheat to spiritual awakening what's your thought well, this is a really interesting question because um i've heard this question put about in the spiritual community loads of times how there's many different camps on this one some people say like by taking psychedelics it's a you know you, um it's a cheat to sort of awakening you know as well other people say it's a fundamental part of it so for me on this uh you know you can there's many different ways to roam you know if, if psychedelics or don't 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 um, align to your journey then that's absolutely fine you know don't take psychedelics However, um, on my journey, psychedelics has played a huge role in my my um, my awakening. You know, I actually was quite late to taking psychedelics because um, I wanted to. Um, you know, I was I was actually when I was starting to, when I was starting to wake up and I was looking into all these different alternative stuff. The foundation of of me of my awakening was actually without psychedelics. But then I started sort of getting more in tune with my body and started experimenting with different stuff and uh, read, listening to other videos and podcasts on other people's experience, you know, and I think that's sometimes a part of the human experience. We, you know, it's a, it's a, it's sort of our, we have, um, we haven't, we, we can, you know, we have opportunity to, 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 to explore many different avenues, you know, many different forms of consciousness. And I feel like psychedelics is one of them, in my opinion. And when people say this argument, you know, that when they say things like, oh, um, you know, psychedelics are, are a cheat, you know, kind of thing. It's kind of interesting because um, Terence uh, Terence McKenna, um, sorry Der- Dennis McKenna, Terence McKenna's brother, spoke about this a long time ago, and he says, you know, to to say that psychedelics are a ch- are a cheat, you know, um, might be might be quite out of balance because, for example, if someone says, oh, meditation is the the, the real way to 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 sort of access an higher states of consciousness, Dennis McKenna said that. You have to bear in mind that the human body itself is made up of chemicals, you know And when we are meditating we may actually be invoking the exact same chemicals that are released through psychedelics When we enter these states of consciousness, you know, and um, so it's a kind of interesting dynamic because people say don't say take substances outside of your body, but however, for example DMT is naturally produced within the body, you know, not um, It's naturally produced in most animals in the animal kingdom which Rick Strassman um, proved in his documentary DMT spirit molecule so I kind of feel like to say maybe that's a cheat is maybe um, a bit out of sorts and it maybe needs a bit more thinking about. And I kind of feel like I said um, if you know if you if you're someone who who doesn't align to psychedelics and don't do it, you know. But if you do, um, then possibly you can see where it takes you. But I kind of feel like sometimes people who ask that question as well maybe they haven't took psychedelics because um, I kind of feel like a lot of people who have come across in the field of who who are who are really good meditators or something like that, you know, they haven't. They haven't took psychedelics. And there's a the really interesting, funny story, by the way, of this guy who's a monk who had this attitude and he said like, um, and like I say, there's nothing wrong with his opinion, but it's just a funny story. He says, um, he was speaking about how psychedelics were bad and stuff like that, but he never, ever took them, you know. And um, this one day, he decided to take psychedelics. And he said, he was like, oh my God, oh my God. I've, he's like, I can't believe I get, it, I get it all now, I get it all now. He says, when I was spending the last 20 years meditating, he says, all I could think about was uh, sex with other females. He says, um, now I see the way of psychedelics. <laughs> so I kind of feel like, you know, psychedelics are like kind of be used as sort of the, the hammer of the mind, you know, um, to sort of get right in there with a ratchet. <laughs> so Preoccupied Dreamer said, it can help, but it won't do all the legwork. Yeah, I completely agree with that, you know, it's like, you're not gonna take psychedelics every single day, you know. Um, it's kind of you use it as a bridge you know to the work that's that's what i feel i feel like especially with um i feel like we all know that um our senses in the in the 3d world have sort of evolved to sort of keep us locked in at this 3d reality you know and sometimes you know just to get us over that line to sort of you know to to get us beyond the mind and sort of get on get into that next level of the self sometimes we have to take we have to sort of uh, 'Cause we are we sort of you know, we are kind of in a way we are kind of these dumb monkeys, you know, we have the monkey mind and we have to kinda of like break through that veil, you know, and take the mushrooms from time to time and um have a little peek over the veil, you know, and then bring that back and integrate it into society, you know. Um but you're right, there's a lot more than just psychedelics, you know, it's the pre post to that, taking the psychedelics, it's the integration back into society, which is arguably most the important thing. How do you integrate this deep work back? Yeah, uh, there's there's a lot to it, but it's really really good point that by the way. So Cat Knight says um, in the theme of being in strange times, what do you make about the Pentagon having to release classified information on UFOs in June last year? They admit they had off-world technology. So this is a really uh, interesting question. This is one I've thought about a lot. Um, UFOs is something that really fascinates me on my journey and I've heavily looked into that. You know, it was one of the first things on my journey that really started getting me interested in the mysteries of life. Uh, I was watching so many different documentaries on UFOs and stuff and seeing all the evidence topped up. So, you know, for in this community of sort of spirituality, this is not new, new to us, you know. Um, we know that's been a long time coming um, in terms of, you know, something on a grand scale, for example, like the media blatantly coming out and saying, you know, we've got evidence of unidentified flying sources and um so to us this is not new you know we've uh, there's a lot of us out there who've already knew for so long that ufos are real you know and we've seen so much evidence to to see that 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 they are out there and we can't be alone alone in this place you know but i kind of feel like there's many levels to this because when it comes to there's all obviously in my opinion the best way i i heard this described was um i know a lot of people say that bob Lazar is a shill but regardless this doesn't matter this this is this example is a really great example but he said that we live on a planet right for example this is just so i'm going to, what i'm going to do with here is i'm going to describe the physical dimension then the metaphysical because i feel like when it comes to aliens everyone always imagines sort of like an alien coming to the planet and jumping out and landing on your lawn you know i kind of feel like that's only one element of this you know there's there's multiple dimensions to this you know there's probably physical aliens and then metaphysical aliens as well and there's probably aliens around us now if you want to use that word that all around us you know um so however um bob lazar said this example he says imagine right now on the planet we live in a um, a world that's our our main f- fuel source for our for living our lives is sort of um is uh, fossil fuels so we came on at this planet we use fossil fuels to sort of to operate most of our machinery but he says however what if a what if an alien race on their planet had something that was more stable than fossil fuels something that was actually more superior so um i don't know if you know the story of bob lazar but he supposedly worked for area 51 and he spoke of of this element called an uh, element i think it's called element 115 i think it is i might be wrong with that i'm sure it's element 115 and um he spoke about how this was the the main source uh, the the fuel source to to make that ufo that, that ufo work and he said imagine if we just turned up on this planet we naturally had element 115 how far advanced would we be in terms of being able to travel over solar systems or, or things like that so i kind of feel like we all know that this this place is multidimensional you know um so so we so we've we've knew for so long that you know that there's been so much evidence that's been mounting up in terms of crafts, people seeing crafts, you know, I mean, you've just got to go out in the sky at night to see there's something otherworldly going on, you know, if you go to a, a place in the world that has no light pollution, you can see there's things moving up there, you know, uh, supposedly, especially in lockdown when people say there's no planes or anything, you know, there seems to be stuff. If you just take the time to go out, you will see there's anomalies, things that are flying up, there's been so many account- counters. the Relsham Forest's a good one. Um, um, the Dome of Rock in Jerusalem, um, this, this, so, the Phoenix Lights. You know, there's so many interesting examples what we have seen that's, that's building up. But however, an interesting question that I feel like we have to ask with this is, um, why, why has the government now turned around and said this? You know, why have they now come out, supposedly in a very interesting time where there's, there's all the media's portraying this this fear, this fear mode that there's a deadly pandemic going on, and, and in the midst of this, you know, they, they, they leak this out and tell you that we know there's, they have evidence of other sort of otherworldly um, flying, flying, um, flying sources, whatever, whatever word you want to call it. So you kind of have to ask yourself the question, why are they doing that? Because it always seems to be when the government leaks stuff on their terms, they want to try and push an agenda with this. You know, what are they going to try and do? What are they going to try and swear the public's consciousness into with trying to leak this? You know, what are they trying to get us ready for? Um, I feel like there's always a gender with the government and they never leak stuff just on, on by coincidence, you know. And also, as well, just to spin this another way as well, if for so long um, the government, so for example, um, you know, the government of the Godfathers, for example, you know, they come out and they tell you that now it's real so now you can believe, you know. It's kind of like they're trying to be like the, the parents of your, of your consciousness, you know, trying to tell you because we say now so then you can believe it. So then you've got to ask yourself the question that, if if they if if they're sort of um if for all this time you know they were denying it you know if it's been like 20 30 40 years they were denying this whole all this evidence and calling people conspiracy theorists for believing in ufos and they now 30 40 years turn around and say hey guys forget about all what we said before it's real now it's real you can believe and um, so if they can lie about something like that ask yourself the question what else can they be lying about that's currently going on right now you know Especially when there is a agenda, agenda to it, you know? For example, when it comes to the UFO conversation, why would they want to lie about UFOs, you know? Why would they want to maybe lie about they, 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 they have no knowledge of this, or they, have, they haven't been back engineering UFOs and stuff like that, because, you know, it would change the foundation of reality, you know? And um, if if they don't have the foundation of reality in their control, and they can't, um, you know, subdue reality, they can't uh, manipulate your senses around reality, then how can they control you in a way that they want to govern you you know and um, so i kind of feel like there's definitely something to me that's very fishy to me that suggests why are they bringing it forward now and also ask yourself the question if they're lying about this what else and they can now say it's real what else have they lied about in the past or still lying about now which is a good question to ask yourself whisper love says um yeah once you see the truth you cannot unsee that's yeah 100 you really cannot and Sean also says, I haven't been normal since 81, <laughs> Hello, <laughs> that's for sure, I love that. It's really interesting, you know, because I feel like some of us are, it's interesting the dynamic of waking up, you know, because I kind of feel like, you know, some of us are born with, like sort of, is, um the famous quote by Henry Bergeson says, some of us are born with spiritual immune systems, you know, and we straight away, as soon as we're born and we're grown up, you know, we... Um, we sort of can see the illusionary reality and the illusionary state of conditioning that's been trying to put on us you know and we're like nah this is not right Um and that's what's happening you know laura's also in the comments she says i can't go can't go back into the matrix once you've seen it that's for sure you know you really you really can't it's really hard once you see through the veil it's really hard to go back you know and it becomes even more challenging like i said before um so d d matrix said we're living in a mass hallucination the baseline reality is love from there we all construct all con- all crazy conspiracies it's really uh, that's a really good point it, it, is, it is true you know um and it's sort of like i said it contradicts what I, what I, a lot of stuff that i speak about but i kind of feel like sometimes i have so many experiences when i take psychedelics you know um, and I'm going to do be doing a, a podcast about this in, in a few days' time. I'm really trying to put it together this wild trip that I had. But one of the the, the big foundations of the psychedelic trip that I had it, it really sort of showed me that, like sort of example, you know, when you have when you get them divine truths, you know, when you really sort of pop through the veil and you see, you really feel it on a on a sort of a sense level, on a feeling level, beyond language, you know. And it's kind of showed us that you know this whole reality is just um, it's all of our unconscious, you know, it's all of our sort of it's all within us, you know, and we we are sort of our own sort of realities. And as we sort of start doing the work and we sort of start realizing that, you know, um, the world around us invokes around us in a very interesting way. And I kind of feel like, you know, it's kind of, when you have a psychedelics and it takes you to that point of, you know, that everything that you're seeing in front of you is from within you, it's kind of challenging at first, you know, but as you start working through certain stuff, you can see how, when you start becoming a better person, um, moving your consciousness in a different way in a more positive way uh, the and manif- the, in terms of manifestation things around you start turning up you know and that obviously works a negative way as well <clears throat> but that's a mad one when you go to that point in your mind and you start thinking shit <clears throat> everything i say outside of me is just from within me you know but even from a scientific perspective that's that's still true as well and um, and um, regardless of the metaphysical stuff you know Even from a scientific perspective i read this guy ages ago called um i can't remember the guy's called something wallace um and he speaks about i think the the book's called my brain and i i think it is and he's basically um, a guy who's fascinated by um by the human eye and he, he the whole book was the premise of talking about how everything that we see in our physical reality from a scientific perspective not a metaphysical but just a scientific perspective is actually an optical illusion because light enters into our body Then our body has all these different systems that actually create the picture um, and then then projects the picture to our mind So it's it's kind of a weird a weird thing, you know that we never really see the world It's all the world that we're seeing has always come through filters with inside of our body and then comes to the mind you know, and then we've got all of our um, Different things all of our conditioning on top of that that adds to that all our preconceived biases that affect the picture that we see of the world and that's probably why everyone else everyone sees the world in a different way you know it's probably what makes the world beautiful because that information that you're seeing in front of you or the light that we're seeing goes through your filters and then you project it but fundamentally it's probably just that we are our own universe you know and we're just i we're just sort of projecting you know we're in the illusion so like you i'm probably just an illusion you're i'm your just probably from you or you're from me you know <laughs> So um pre occupied dreamer said also one of the big brainwashing with this world is that it tries to tell you that what is what normal actually is. Yeah, for example, yeah, exactly, what is normal, you know, that's a that's a really that's a really good point, you know. And it's kind of it's interesting because not normal always changes, you know. I think in ten years' time, what what was perceived as normal in the future generations are probably going to look at us like we're crazy, you know. It's kind of the same now when we look back in history, we think how were they doing that? Like for example, right now, you know, people. Um, one of the interesting dichotomies that's playing out right now on the planet, you know, for example, Nazi Germany. People in the past would say, "Oh, how could they? How could the people go along with that? You know, how could people go along with that agenda and do that to certain people and um, operate through that consciousness?" You know, but right now on the planet, that's being proved that people are also doing that right now. You know, as well, just to contradict that. Um, you know, so it's really interesting. But what is normal? Yeah, exactly. Normal's always changing. You know. And we know the normal that's currently playing out on the planet for the many years, you know, is 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 not is not the right is not the right normal. If that makes sense. So yet, Resi Man said, same people go to doctors, biggest drug dealers on on, on the earth, playing hundred percent. Um, you know that that's one of the biggest ones. You know, I kind of feel like, you know, they are the one of the biggest drug dealers in, in the planet. You know, one of the other biggest drug dealers. You know, is 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 is, is um. Is all the people who uh, is is all the big companies on the planet who who give um diet diet coke uh mcdonald's and shit food to kids you know they're they're the drug dealers as well you know kind of feel like we're living in the upside down world you know where it's kind of interesting because what's going on in the world now it's kind of like it's kind of spun it on its head because a lot of us were sort of realizing that big farmer and stuff like that were um weren't didn't have human interests in heart you know and there were a company making so many amounts of money but it seems like right now on the planet you know that's evident to see that that corporations right now run the world you know big pharma runs the world you know because there's so much millions and millions of money can be made from it and that's why um the sort of this wheel that we're on you know and so many of us right now are looking around at the world and can see how this whole charade this whole pandemic charade that's gone on has been you know it's being pushed down a hill and rolled and rolled faster and faster and faster and along that way companies and big pharma are jumping on it trying to sell as many vaccines sell as many pills as they can and civilization never gets to the root you know we always bypass the root and i kind of feel like that's what's going on right now in the world is that it's proven again and again that the systems that try to govern your health you know they're bypassing the root Um, and when you go on any health journey you start realizing that to get to solve any problem you have to go to, to the spirit you know have to go to the root of the problem and not just mask it and cover it up you know also as well just to give you guys a bit of heads up something that randomly come to my mind if you ever get a chance check out the work of dr sebi dr sebi's a really cool guy and um, somebody who was um had a very interesting alternative perspective to health and someone's work who was suppressed throughout all the years and um, a guy called nipsey hustle who supposedly got killed and um, he was making a documentary about the life of Dr. Sebi and bringing his work to the masses Um, and obviously he got killed in that process of making the documentary but definitely check out the work of Dr. Sebi. Very interesting guy when it comes to alternative um, health and how you can make your own remedies and take herbs and stuff like that to to clear yourself of uh, mucus in the body because he believed that mu- uh, mucus in the body was one of the main factors of a lot of western illnesses in the world like cancers and stuff like that and he believed that by um, by just by changing your diet um you can actually you know you can re- you can heal your body which i, I really believe you know that's kind of probably why that they've got the whole the whole world promoting this world of eating shit food, you know, because when you eat shit food, it adds to this perpetual cycle where you become sick and you have to rely upon doctors and rely upon pharmaceuticals and stuff like that, you know, for for, for your for your health supposedly. Uh, Kilo Whiskey Alpha says if if everyone was educated to leave their body, they would realize that this is not home. They would not be afraid of schemes that the system promotes to. Engender fear no mask no vaccination. Yeah 100% that's what I was saying before, you know one of the biggest things right now is the people who all in fear are the ones you know who are living in the base root fears You know the ones who believe that that they believe that they're this physical body, you know They haven't took the psychedelics They haven't had the altered states of consciousness where they've seen beyond the veil, you know And that's why so many people right now are are living in fear because they, they believe that you know that there's so but it's actually quite a quite a, quite a contradiction because everyone who's in fear right now are actually not living so it kind of contradicts it there's so much in fear that they're struck at so much in fear that they're actually not living their lives because they're not doing anything uh, which which is which is insane yeah it seems like common theme whisper love says you know um astral projection and other outer body experiences have the same effect on as psychedelics they completely break down your perception of what you think life is yeah it really does you know and I, I remember a, a few years ago um before i even took psychedelics i had a a, a dream a, a lucid dream one of my first ever lucid dreams and that kind of gives that perspective you know because i had this dream i'm not going to go into it i've spoke about it many times I'll just use it as an example but i had this dream where i was you know i kind of i realized how the consciousness how consciousness can explore multiple multiple realities you know this is not the only place because when you have like a lucid dream for example you know you realize that that place is is real is real than real you know it's exactly the same as this you take psychedelics you realize that that experience is just as real as this and then when you get them big moments of sort of awakening and you have these big experiences you know and you you, you see beyond the veil and you realize who you truly are and you're a multi-dimensional being you know Let's get some uh, ayahuasca in the uh, in the in the water stream. Maybe that's not enough right now. <laughs> so Arthur Good said, "Do we fully experience the dying process properly if we are alone or have someone there with us?" So that's a really interesting question, you know. Um, so, for example, if we die, you know, does the ex- is the experience shaped by people who are around us? Well, it's very interesting because. Um, it's kind of you know I could take this in so many different directions, but when it comes to the dying process right now in civilization, you know I kind of feel like you know for example if you look at the the death process in, in civilization right now, we, it's a it's a, it's a backwards sy- system, you know. Um, for, even, even for example, that's going on right now on the planet, you know, people are dying alone, you know. For example, people are people can't even go and visit their loved ones when they're dying in a hospital bed, and. Cultures in the past, they had a, a really different understanding of death. You know, they understood that death was a ceremonial space that needed to be created. So, for example, when you take psychedelics, you will go to a shaman and they'll create a ceremonial space and they'll have people around you. They'll play music, and it's a transition into the spirit world. You know, and I kind of feel like we've lost that connection to the spirit world, and we we've failed to understand that the spiritual process is a is a. It's not a it's not an end you know it's a it's a it's a moving over it's a transition to something else and for any transition to to, to move in a, in a way that's that's more um more um ela- and more in alignment and more in balance it needs to be done correctly and there's in, e- in ancient Egypt they had these people called deaf duelers. I don't know if you've ever heard of that before anyone out there but deaf duelers were these people in ancient Egyptian time who were the were sort of people who who were classed as um, sort of the the people who would uh, would help the sort of the transition of death from the physical world to the spiritual world, and um, there's still people now who sort of do the do this in in modern day history where they help the transition over. You know, they sort of get people prepared and ready mentally, spiritually, and um, physically, sort of, say for for the transition over to, to to that to that place. And I feel like we've lost so touch with so much touch with that, you know, and um, especially when it comes to, um, you know, and maybe. Maybe um, maybe it doesn't matter, you know, because at the end of the day, maybe if you lo- if you buy yourself or not, it doesn't matter. Because at the end of the day, um, just to con- contradict what I just said, because everything has contradictions. Because at the end of the day, we we were born at this place alone. We die and we leave this place alone, you know. But I definitely do feel like there's something really missing in society of that transition, you know. For example, even for when a child's born in the world, they're born in a bright light room, you know. It's not a it's not a clean transition. Um, you know, for example, like um, the like I said before, I spoke about in the podcast the other day, speaking about how the woman has a uterus, a torus field, a uterus, you know, and life comes into the world and that requires a ser- nice ceremonial space with dark lights, but we bring birth into the world, very chaotic. Um, and many times in the world, we also leave this world very chaotic as well. And for for me, on my spiritual journey, in any ceremonial space, when things are chaotic, fear comes up, and when fear comes up, the the it's this transition in terms of bridging the gap and moving beyond the veil is not very nice, you know. So I kind of feel like the systems around death in this in this place is very backward, and it needs to be revaluated in a complete different way. Death and birth is very backward. Probably the two most important things, the two most important portals on this planet is the coming to planet and then obviously leaving the planet. Um, and it's quite backward, you know, there's a famous quote as well by Neville, Neville Goddard and he says, um, I thought I was preparing my whole life to live, but I was actually preparing my whole life to die. And I kind of feel like what that's what we're all doing, you know, we're all preparing to die. And um, but when it comes to death and um, we we're backwards of how we how we tra- make that transition more smoothly and more ceremonial. <clears throat> um. Yeti Rezi Resi man said, faking an alien invasion to keep the spinning ball lie going. well you know it, it, it could be it could be a possibility you know it kind of who, who know who knows what they're doing but it seems to me there's definitely some sort of form of agenda that that they are trying to do it for in my opinion you know uh, there, was, there was i remember years ago and um, just to go on a bit of a conspiracy rabbit hole you know i don't know if this is ever going to happen i don't want to just put fear out there you know but there was always interesting guys who were coming forward and they were saying that they were going to try and stage a, a fake alien alien invasion or something you know um but i kind of feel like maybe they don't need to stage that alien invasion right now because um the body snatchers are already out there walking around with the masks on you know so i kind of feel like we don't need a fake alien invasion to sort of take people's consciousnesses and spirits out of the body we just need a fake um alien covert invasion and get people to take the vax or um numb them numb the senses or numb the chakras you know on the body <laughs> that's probably quite controversial <laughs> <coughs> So Jellybean36 says, "I feel like the aliens will make themselves more known, and the government will spin it and say that they are the e- or that that they are all evil, but that's not the case. If they were, they would already they would already be fucked. Yeah, that's for sure. They'll probably what they'll probably do at first they'll probably they'll probably create a media campaign, and they'll say, you know, these aliens are taking your jobs. <laughs> They're going to start taking all your jobs, guys. <laughs> the immigrants." They're gonna take your jobs. <laughs> That's what the probably do. And then everyone will be in the back gardens with pitchforks, saying, "Don't take my bloody job." <laughs> Bean said, "The Anunnaki question mark." Yeah, well, Anunnakis. It's a. I could write a whole book on the Anunnaki, um, but the Anunnaki are really, really interesting. I thought about I thought about these a lot. You know, I've done a lot of lot of research, and there's so many different theories about the Anunnaki and how maybe they've sort of served some sort of had some sort of um what's the word i'm looking for they've had some sort of influence on on, on the human evolution you know is, is interesting to see Have did because there's rumors that the Anunnaki, a long time ago you know they they came here for certain reasons many different there's many different theories around that and one of the big theories is that they came here and they spliced the human dna you know and changed changed the the changed the level of human and changed us into something different uh, i think um eric van Dannek and he wrote a book about that i think he did there's many people who have wrote books about the anunnaki anyway and, and their influence on civilization you know but there's also it's definitely a possibility that um like why wouldn't you do that you know for example us as human beings now you know some people have some people have um experiments in the house you know people have rats in a cage people have hamsters in a cage and um, Human scientists around the world they'll do experiments on rats and they'll test them for certain things They'll put animals in a cage and test them. They'll even do that to humans as well, you know, Um There was a just to, to go off tangent as well There was a there was an experiment done a while ago that came across where the government actually had three identical twins And this is known this is in public domain now and they then they separated them three twins at birth for an experiment And them twins didn't even know until they got about thirty years old and realized one of them met each other and then they realized that they were all identical twins. But they did an experiment where them kids were separated at birth from the mother, and they ran an experiment to see how them three identical twins would live out their lives and see if they would do the same things. So this is—it makes sense to say that you know if if um, an alien race was doing the same thing to us, you know, on a on a galactic scale, you know, maybe Earth's one sort of big, you know, big experiment. And, um, you know, the, from time to time they'll sort of nudge something in there, you know, they'll drop a new bit of technology and or they'll change a little bit, tweak a little bit of DNA in the body, you know, or try and influence consciousness in a certain way to try and see what happens, you know, maybe for them it's just, we're just an experiment, like we just see rats in a cage as an experiment, you know, or the government seeing them three twins as an experiment, who knows, I hope, I hope it's not that, you know, but um, I, w- I wouldn't put it past uh, this place for sure. <laughs> So Nutty Netty says, Stephen Greer has been warning us for years that the government will u- use UFOs to frighten us. Yeah, uh, Stephen Gray is a really interesting guy. I really, um, for his Congress, when he did a thing about Congress, where he got all the sort of the military personnel all, all around the world together, who had been like more credible people sort of say with on the surface, and uh, he got, got them all together and he had a big sort of gathering where they all give their, in sort of like a court hearing, they all give their evidence of UFOs. But just i will just add as well just to be a little bit controversial when it comes to stephen gray i remember years ago he um he he, he re, like this is i mean this this is quite controversial me saying this but i was someone who um years ago was following the work of stephen gray and he he, he set up this system where he was trying to, to create a, a free energy a free energy lab where basically a lab that would um, be funded by the people and it would have webcams on it all times around where people could actually you know watch this works so nothing would be altered with and they could work on free energy devices which i think is a great idea but however a lot of people donate it to that charity to that charity and nothing ever came of that so i always wanted to get him on the podcast and propose that question question to him actually what happened because i actually donated to that myself as well and um all of a sudden you know that just went off the no one ever heard about it ever since after that so you know i, I don't i don't know i kind of feel like when it comes to This information, sometimes I feel like, you know, there's a lot of people who are trying, maybe don't entrust everything that everyone's saying, you know. And I'm not saying don't entrust him because he does say a lot of interesting stuff. Um, But when it comes to that, for me, that brought up a lot of red flags. And why would you not sort of, you know, we need 100% trust in in this society that we're moving, that we need to move towards, you know. There's so many people out there who 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 are not operating from that place. Nutty Nelly said, we are the propaganda proof. Yeah, for example, well, we are the conspiracy theorists, aren't we? We're the, we're the covid idiots, supposedly, you know. Shirley said people dying from the vax now. You know, people that's it's really interesting. You know, um, that's what the media not showing you is how many people are actually getting bad symptoms. You know, like for example, some people that I know had the the vaccine, and um, you know they were lying in bed for five, five or six days, completely ill, and. Um, They still think it's normal, you know, they think it's normal that you take something outside of yourself, it makes you ill for six days and it's supposedly in the name of health. The human body doesn't work like that, I don't eat an apple and feel sick, I don't go out for a jog and feel sick, I don't do some meditation and feel sick, you know, I feel much better. It's kind of the upside down world, you know, Um, but more more of us see through it right now, you know. So Thomas, Drew just said, "Do you practice yoga?" Yeah, I do. I practice yoga a lot. I love I love yoga, and I've said this a few times on the podcast. But um, uh, for me, yoga is one of yoga is one of them practices that really bridges the the physical and the metaphysical. For me, you know, it really um, not just from a from a health perspective. You know, I think it keeps your body so um, so subtle. Um, I feel like that's something in in civilization that's not talked about how how um, we need to you know we need to move our bodies in, in a way that promotes health not promotes fitness because i i kind of went on this journey a long time ago where i was i was doing all the train heavy weight training stuff which i think is cool you know i've done it for so long um but it's kind of we need to move our whole lives into a position i'm not saying you need to do anything but you know this is what happened for me anyway i started moving my life into a, into a way that was embodying the whole means of health you know moving my body to promote health so i could actually feel better not lift heavy weights so that i couldn't walk the next day you know and yoga for me is uh i love my i love doing calisthenics i do calisthenics mostly every single day but if i had to choose one practice to do over everything uh, even psychedelics or any spiritual practice for me yoga would be the one that i would choose over everything and um, i think it's so good for the mind body and the spirit i love actually to be honest with you i love um i love doing i love doing yoga just actually sort of um, not watching anything and just sort of moving my body in a certain way and sometimes I wouldn't even call it yogi You know, I would just sometimes just call it moving my body to in, in different ways You know, I sometimes just put some music on my headphones and just move my body around in different in different ways um, And it's it's, it's such, such a cool cool practice, you know uh, Dean said vaccine update. I'm still refusing it me too. I'll give a one at the end of the podcast as well <laughs> Still be refusing it so Sean says the big trick is the shit they now sell us as food causes inflammation. That's the chronic underlying factor. Yeah. For true, well, true. That's, you know, that's what uh, Dr. Sebi, when I was saying before research, Dr. Sebi, he talked about this for years, you know, the, the whole civil, whole Western civilization set up in a way to make you ill, you know, and um, they want you relying upon, um, on, on pharmaceutical companies. And they want you, you know, they want you sick, you know? So if, you, if you're not a sick human, you're not a profitable human. Monk Mood said, I like the map behind you. That's uh, Laura's map. It's the Great Awakening map. It's really cool, actually. Peter West said, friends and family getting the job so they can go on holiday next year. They won't be any holidays for many years to come. People need to wake up sick of sheep. <laughs> I, I know. It's it's really, it's, it's, you know, it's, like I said, everyone's got their own uh, journey, you know, um, everyone's it's, it's it's a really it's like like I started this podcast you know it's kind of hard when you can sort of see the train coming you know, and um, you can see the light at the end of the tr- end of the tunnel which is the train that's going to hit everyone, um, it's kind of it's kind of hard navigating that space you know, um, but like I said everyone's got their own life path you know everyone's got their own purpose, um you know all we can do is just embody our truth and we can honor what we believe and stick to that because uh, I kind of feel like we're maybe going to be tested tested a lot on this in the future. And um, we're going to find out very fast who's willing to stick up for what they believe in. Um, you know, a lot of people probably are going to be, are going to sort of, you know, take the vaccine just because they want to go on holiday or they want to go to the pub with their friends or something, which, you know, I kind of kind of can't blame people, you know, because in a way that's their that's their choice. Like, just like I have sovereignty over me not to take the vaccine, people have the right to take the vaccine as well. Um, but I just feel like, you know, if, if we want to play it like that, we should, be, we should be allowed to play it out any single way, but people so shouldn't be... Took, have freedoms and jobs took off them just because they have a different perspective on, on body sovereignty, you know. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see how it, how it plays out, you know, I, I keep I keep saying it, I hope it doesn't go here, but I kind of feel like it's going to get a lot more deeper. Um, just as B. Trippin said, I had a Kundalini experience last Wednesday, I had some blocks, happen unexpectedly on DMT, been reading about it, trying to understand what happened, seen a lot of, of warnings. Yeah, I had a a kundalini awakening. It's very interesting, you know. I kind of feel like in the beginning of a kundalini awakening, it can be very scary. Um, To be honest with you, when I when I first had my kundalini awakening, I think it was two years ago. um, You know, I was at the time I never really found any research on kundalini awakening. I just hadn't really sort of had my consciousness nudged in that way. And for me, it was so it was really scary, you know, as well. I, I I didn't understand what was going on. I was just sort of waking up at random hours of the night. Feeling the serpent energy go out from my body, having the dreams of all the snakes and stuff, and uh, you know it is—it's kind of—it is kind of um, challenging. But I will say to you, if if it is—if your kundalini awakening is still being invoked now, because for me, mine lasted, I think, nearly about a year, really. Um, and the best way I can describe a kundalini awakening, if no one's had it, is many things go on in it. But one of the biggest things is it's like a kaleidoscope of your consciousness, like of your ego, like from no mind to mind. Um, from self to other sort of saying it's like a kaleidoscope and you turn turning that and you know you you get took out there and um, to, to to see and realize everything realize the true nature of reality of the self all the things you need to work on the shadow aspects then you get broke back down at the three day again and it keeps continuing to bring you in and take you out and you have all these amazing insights and stuff and sometimes you know um you start understanding some of the gifts that you have and how some of the gifts some of the otherworldly gifts that you have that makes sense it goes so big this you know i've done a whole podcast about it but i would say the biggest thing that i learned from the kundalini awakening is try and surrender you know um i in the in the the beginning of the kundalini awakening i was really resisting um the kundalini awakening just because of the fear you know i didn't know what was going on um and i was resisting a lot of the shadow and the work that was coming up but once you surrender that's when you start moving through the work a bit better just to be tripping says i really like the what the law of one says about aliens yeah the, the law of one is really interesting i haven't um haven't really um fully looked into it too much but what i do know about the law of one is a lot of um really interesting stuff when it when it comes to when it comes to that information I need looking at that looking at that more to be honest there's some really uh, interesting uh, metaphysical principles in regards to everything in 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 there so dave holmes says oh I my mean, best bud dave he says I think all of you, all of you who refuse the vaccine should waive your right to medical help. Well, let's dive into that one. (laughs) So if anyone doesn't know who Dave is, Dave's someone who watches the podcast quite a bit, but he always seems to, he always seems to disagree with everything that I say, which I think is cool, um, but he disagrees with everything. You know, so you know, when it comes to when it comes to va- the vaccine conversation, I kind of feel like this is this is an argument that I see quite a lot. You know, people say, well, if you don't want the vaccine, then you shouldn't you should refuse all medical help. But I kind of feel like when it comes to conspiracies and topics of information, people kind not tend. It, there's, a, there's a technique that uh, this isn't what the technique the media does. And also a lot of people do this in, a, in the debate. They will couple information instead of just looking at one thing. So, for example, they will say, well, if you don't want to take the vaccine, you shouldn't have medical help. No, it's a diff- it's, it's, you, you break it down. It's not, you don't put things together. It's like saying, it's like putting COVID and 5G together. It's like putting UFOs in, in a tin of milk together. It doesn't make sense. You know, when you, when you have a real debate, you actually look, analyze one topic. So for example, you analyze, you don't even need to analyze the whole vaccine conversation, you know? You can take out all the other vaccine information of vaccines that's been put down the neck of children. But what you can do is you actually analyze the current vaccine, you know, with the limited research. Um, with the people, the numbers of people who are dying from it, you don't need a couple information because I kind of feel like people try to couple information and try to make assumptions saying, well, you shouldn't have this and have that. So it waters down the actual, the message around actually analyzing the topic. And um, so I kind of feel like that's a technique that a lot of people do is couple information together and couple agendas within a question. Like, for example, like Dave says, I think sh- people who refuse the vaccine should, have a, a, should be, not be allowed medical help. Well, how does that even make sense? You know, we're looking at a topic of vaccines. We're not looking at medical help in general. Medical help is a huge topic, you know. Um, so that's my opinion on that, anyway. Gary Horn says, "No way, I'm taking the experimental vaccine when manufacturers are are immune from uh, immune from liability." Well, yeah, of course, exactly. Why does that not raise any red flags in the, in the human mind? You know, it's like it's like for example, it's like it's like <laughs> you know, it's like jumping, it's like it's like having no insurance on on anything in life it's like for example it's like jumping in a um it's like the government t- telling you that we're going to push you off a cliff um but you'll be okay but we're not going to insure you if you, if you die you know it's kind of the same thing and just just kind of like uh, it's it's craziness man it just sends me on a run i'm getting a bit passionate on <laughs> Shirley said, 800 plus have died from the vax and loads of adverse reactions. Yeah, well, you know, it's a common theme. We, we all we all know that we all know it's in plain sight, but the media the is not showing it. You know, they only want to show one side of, of the agenda. You know, you know, even from um, you know, it's a big controversial topic. You know, when it comes to this, you know, but even just for 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 example, um, you know, for, from a from a health perspective, you know ask yourself the question how do you feel you know how do you feel in your body do you do you feel like you require something outside of yourself to give you health because i kind of feel like when when you start going on your own health journey and you start you know really getting to the root of of um of the human body and starting to understand the inner dimensions of of from from eating foods and how that food reacts in your body how you can remove things in your own life through um eating healthy, through moving your body in a certain way, through mindfulness and things like that, you start realizing that, you know, you know, God or this universe, if it required us to have a vaccine, you know, it would have, it would have, um, it would have, would have been born with one stuck in our arm, which theoretically, actually, a lot of us were stuck, stuck, stuck with vaccines in our arms when we we're younger, but it wasn't the choice of the universe, you know, it was a choice of someone else. And um, so I kind of feel like it's an interesting thing. So Jester B. Trippman said, "Aliens are social memory complexes of the planets. They are from, they are from the combined souls and the mind of the entire planet." Well, you know, like I said before, it's an interesting thing when it comes to to aliens and UFOs and stuff like that. You know, um, like what are they really? You know, are they multidimensional? Are they are they moving in and out of reality? Are they physical aliens? I kind of feel like it could be everything above. This place is insane, you know. Um, you now, for example, um there's an argument as well that why do aliens need to physically come across here in a UFO, you know, when they can just all all you can just alter your they can alter their consciousness and move into this dimension, you know? Cause you know, for example, um, it's the same when you take psychedelics, you take DMT, you pop into another world. And um, you know, what is that world, you know? Um, cause I kind of feel like there's already people in them places and the dream realms very much like that. You know, there's dream figures and people who feel like they're just living out normal lives just like we are right now. um, you know, this place is so multidimensional. I, I kind of feel like we don't understand fully what's going on here, you know? So it could be, could be both, could be physical and metaphysical. Um, Jack said, what's up with the information segregation? These sheep cannot be seeing the same adverse reactions as us. Yeah, for sure. I know it's, it's kind of like, um you know, it's a kind of interesting one. It's, it's, it's a hard thing that I'm I'm trying to, to, trying to figure out, you know, like how do we, You know, there's there's a group of us who can feel it. You know, we can we can really feel it in our heart that something's not something's not right. But it's kind of feel like a lot of people have been disconnected from that spirit or or truth. You know, we we operate in a complete different way to these other people who are out there. Um, And and it's not it's it's horrible saying that. You know, in a kind of way, because I had a had a dream a couple of weeks ago, and it was a dream that was it basically spirit comes in the dream, and it was and I was actually arguing with spirits. I just couldn't. I just I just couldn't take it i couldn't i just want i completely disagreed with it but spirit said that you know some people who are going to take the vaccine you know that's their life path they choose that and what happened in the dream it actually showed loads of people dying in the dream of everyone who took the vaccine and i was kind of like arguing with the spirit of the dream because i was kind of saying like well it's not fair like i don't want people to to die you know of of, because of because of that but the dream was trying to get across to us that everyone has their own life path. You know, they, they have to make their choices through their own level of consciousness. And that's what we're we're currently doing now. You know, we all feel that something's not quite right. Um, and oh, other than Dave, and um, I'm only joking, Dave, I love you, Dave. <laughs> and um, and we're all sort of, you know, we can feel something's not quite right. And we're, and we're just, all we're doing is we're moving to more, we're honouring that part of ourselves that is, inside us that is telling us something's not quite quite right like we've do, been doing for our entire lives you know and um, we're, we're sort of strengthening that muscle because it is a muscle intuition you know um but i feel like a lot of people are more in them based through fears and the more in the intellect and operating from that place of fear and when you do that you, your vision becomes cloudy you know if like it's like we said before if you believe you're this body then you're scared you know if you don't then it doesn't matter simon arden says i eat lots of chicken beans and potatoes to stay healthy <laughs> whatever works for you brother i say there's loads of comments and there people having some good discussions in the comments <laughs> everyone's tacking dave <laughs> don't go too hard on him no, he's, he's right dave like that's the interesting thing you know um when it comes to um it comes to the topic of you, we're going to, we're going to get people that it's controversial, controversial, you know, I'm getting, I get loads of comments all the time here towards me all the time, you know, but it's just, it's just part, it's just part of it. You know, we, we need to try and bridge the gap between um, people, you know, we need to try and find some sort of um, bridging of the gap and try and have a conversation about this and not fight and argue about it. Cause I kind of feel like right now on the planet, um, you know, people want us, people want that disparity, you know, they, that's what they're trying to do, you know, I feel like a lot of these social justice movements around the world, um, regardless of your opinions on them, it's all about division, you know, every single time the media promotes something, and they promote certain agendas, you've got to ask yourself the question, what are they trying to do, and it seems like they're trying to divide us, you know, because when we're, when we're all together, and we're all working solidarity and we're all actually come together and share ideas, it makes us much stronger, you know, even if we do have opposing point of views, it makes us much stronger when we actually have a conversation about it instead of fight over it. And I kind of feel like that's what currently what they want to do around the planet. They want to, you know, they want to make you fight with one another. And so, you know, just bear bear that in mind as well. And I'm guilty of that too. You know, we need to try and uh, work with one another because there's an amazing quote that says, um, you know, we're, we're fighting for the people who aren't awake yet. Um, And I feel like that's definitely what we're doing right now. Maybe there is people on the planet who can't see the train coming but we can you know so we have more of a we have more of a um it's on on us more to take that on take that responsibility upon us and try and um fight for them even though maybe they can't see what we're fighting for yet you know because eventually the awakening is coming and more people are starting to see what we're fighting for but there's going to be a lot of people who who aren't on that level of consciousness and i think there's an amazing quote that says some people are you know some people will dive, die, uh, will dive to keep the matrix going, you know, and they will, because they have so much invested in it um, and they, and they haven't done enough work that they will fight to 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 see it survive, you know. Um but it's it's all it's already game over for me. Um it's evident to see what's going on in the world now, it's it's, it's game over, you know. It's already starting to starting to shift and so many people I mean, how many people have woke up right now in the world over the last of this last year? Insane, insane amount of people's woke up. So there's, pot, there's loads of positive positivity out of this. So many people are questioning things from every single angle. Gary Horn said, the, the medical intervention is the second biggest killer in the world. Well, it is. It's really interesting, you know. Um, so many intelligent people now um, are coming out and doing so many different pod, podcasts about this. <clears throat> and, um, you know, people who, because like that's the thing when it comes to this whole topic of, of what's happening in the world now. So many there's so many intelligent minds now from a scientific perspective, from a psychological based perspective, from a spiritual perspective, who are coming forward and bringing their opinions from so many different angles. Because what's currently going on right now in the world isn't just it isn't just from one angle. You know, it's it's a, there's a million different angles to this. And this is something that my entire podcast, other people's other people have been promoting and talking about for years. How we're, we've been moving so far away from our true human nature, and what's currently played out now is just highlighted. So many different avenues, from loneliness to community, to um, medical sovereignty, to everything is right at the surface now. So there's many different arguments from many different scientists and doctors from many different fronts who are disagreeing with so many different things that are being put in place now. You know, and um, but med- but medical intervention is definitely people a lot. A lot of people don't talk about that. How it's actually the second biggest killer in the world. Um, and I think one of the other biggest killers in the world is loneliness, which is really interesting. Um, and sort of cancers and diseases and starvation so it's kind of we're kind of living in a backward world you know where we're so worried about something that has um such a small supposedly such a small death rate but when it comes to real issues on the planet that need solving we um we don't get we don't get up in arms about it you know shirley said my daughter said she won't have the experimental injection as a have immunity well this is this is a really interesting one with uh with what's playing out you know i know it's a sort of a common theme i don't want to talk about this all day but it is a it is a it is an interesting thing you know like how 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 this sort of because the way of especially within the uk where i am now the way of that starting to come forward right now is that they're trying to um they're trying to speak tell they're doing the sort of giving out the the experimental um, vaccine in, in waves, you know, the sort of the working down the pedestal and they haven't got to the younger people yet, you know, and it's kind of interesting how the younger people's response to this is going to be, you know, because right now in the world, um, in many different countries and not, no, not, all, not all countries, but many countries now lockdown has sort of died down and people are going back to sort of normality in a certain way, whatever normal means, but people are going back to their sort of, they can hang out with one another a little bit more now. They can go to pubs and stuff. Um, but you know what happens when this moves down the train and it gets to younger people? Are the younger people gonna be more malleable? Are they gonna go along with it? Are they gonna try and seduce them with saying that you can't go to concerts and stuff like that? Or are the younger people just gonna actually go, no, I'm not having this. You know, I don't, I don't require it. It's gonna be interesting to see how it how it plays out. Um, you know, because the I feel, I really do feel like a lot of the youth in the world. Um, I really are questioning a lot of stuff. There's a lot, of, especially when it comes to this podcast. There's a lot of younger people who reach out to me, who are um, still in college and in school, which I think is amazing, and it uh, really, it really surprises me every single time. There was a guy who reached out to me who listens to the podcast, who um, was having to be tested to go to college every single day, and he was so devastated. He really wanted to go to college so bad and learn, but he actually, I think, he had to, one guy had to drop out because um, because he just he wasn't willing to be tested every single day like an animal in a zoo and he just had to drop out and he wanted to go he just wanted to be allowed to go to college with his friends but he wasn't willing to be to be tested and prodded every single day every single week before you to prove that he, he's, a, he's a prove that he's a healthy human being insane insane times for for sure and i feel i feel sorry sorry you know it's, it's hard it's hard um it's hard to be in these positions that's the interesting thing what's playing out it's hard to to be in these positions where you disagree with something yet um yeah you get so many different such pressures on you to 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 act and perform in a certain way or you won't you won't no longer have your job you won't be able to do this and you won't be able to do that it was the same for me in in my uh, old job that in the middle of lockdown i had to had to leave because because of the same situation i was getting so many different pressures on us that i just thought you know i was already moving towards that anyway but it was just a case of um it really got us over the line because I could start seeing the, the world, the way it's way it's moving into. Um, and it's, it's, you know, it's, it's going to, it's not going, it's not good, you know? So Gary said, how does one achieve full enlightenment? I don't know. I'm still working on it. <laughs> I don't know. It's, a, it's an interesting one. You know, how does someone attain full enlightenment? Can we ever attain full enlightenment within the human body, within the, within this human realm? I don't know. It's a, it's a it's a, it's an interesting one. I think we have we have definitely have can have big peaks of it, we have big moments of it. Um, you know, for example the other day I took psychedelics and I was definitely in that godlike mode, you know, where I was really aware of all my tendencies and things that I need to work on. I had this example where um, where I was I went my mind got stretched so far out of there and um I felt like the universe gave us these divine truths and then the the next sort of 10, 15 minutes after the trip was wearing down was it felt like the universe was trying to test us on them principles. And what happened was it was like, I was walking down a path with me bare feet and it was kind of like testing us on me insecurity. So for example, people were looking at us cause I had me bare feet on and then all these things were creeping up me, in my mind. What would the think of us? What would the think of us? And it's kind of like I was getting tested. Like as I was walking through the forest, um, sort of quote unquote, moving out of the forest, but also metaphor- metaphorically speaking, the trip was sort of dimming down. So I was like moving my consciousness back into the 3D sort of um, transitioning back from the the sort of the, the the deep work back to to physical reality sort of say. And I was having this example where I was walking along the forest and there was rubbish all over and the universe was like, well, are you going to pick it up? Or are you going to leave it? And I got to this point where um, I felt like the universe was just testing us <laughs> towards the end of the trip. And I just looked up at the sky and I was like, I fucking get it, Right. I was like, I get it. (laughs) Um, But it's kind of, it's kind of interesting, you know, the question of of enlightenment, you know, what is enlightenment truly, you know? Um, And, you know, it's hard enough now being conscious in this physical world that's going on now, you know, imagine like being fully enlightened, how hard it, how hard it would be, you know? Um, I don't know. I think that's what we're all moving towards, you know? I feel like this is what this whole journey is about. We're all trying to, you know, attain full enlightenment, whatever that may be, you know, for maybe it's different for other people, But I kind of feel like the biggest thing advice I can say, what I've learned is how to maintain full enlightenment. And you know, when when people say people say I know the truth, um, you know, stick a finger up your middle bum, (laughs) up your up your middle bum, up your bum. If when people say you know they know the full truth, because I feel like no one knows the full truth. But one of the biggest things on my journey that I've uncovered is that one of the keys to attaining enlightenment or higher consciousness or being a better person or you know clearing things out yourself is the emotions. I feel like a lot of people don't understand this, but, um, you know, some of the some of the best spiritual masters in the world aren't the ones who you think, you know. They're not like, you know, they're not the people who's doing YouTube videos like me, you know. They're not, um, it's not Alan Watts, it's not Buddha, it's not the spiritual teachers who were put on a pedestal, you know, it's some, type, some of the best spiritual masters are the ones that you don't see, you know, the ones who have learned the lessons the fastest, worked on the emotions and played things out. And remembered, remembered, that's the most important thing. Because I feel like when you take psychedelics, you remember, that's one of the main things. You remember the work, you know, you remember what you're here to do. You're here to learn and clear things out, clear the shadow, and work on yourself. And when you remember that, um, you see what how to get your enlightenment. And it means clearing out your emotions. I think motion, emotions are the key. I can't see that anymore. Uh, I see you now, said, what's your thoughts, Said, what's what's your thoughts on the next virus, the cyber virus that's coming soon will shut down all digital computer and internet. That's been spoken about for quite a while. You know, I kind of feel like, I kind of feel like it's it, it sort of it's hand in hand with the current reality right now that's going on. You know, we can say that something cyber virus is going to come and shut down the whole of the internet. You know, maybe that's a good thing, um, maybe it's a good thing that all the internet gets shut down. But it kind of leads to the same thing. You know, with the pandemic cyber virus whatever you know kind of leads to the same thing that regardless of whatever comes along we need to be in a position where we have sovereignty over our own lives you know where if the internet goes down you know we're growing our own food who really cares you know um if someone tells you you can't wear a mask you can't if you have to you have to have a vaccine to go somewhere but you grow your own food and you know you're self-reliant you have a community of people who are around you then why do you really care you know so i kind of feel like gets to the same thing every single time we all know where we need to go you know we need to become we need to be more reliant upon our own systems and take the power away from them you know and then they can't do they can't do nothing you know that's why in the past all these measures couldn't be put in place with um with you know um indigenous cultures and stuff that's why there's been a huge wiping out of indigenous cultures around the world because you know you can't you can't educate them you can't subdue them with you can't subdue them with internet you can't subdue them with schooling systems you know they're already three you know they, they they know they know where they are you know um so i kind of feel like that's 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 more i've got to see on that anyway so dave Holmes says i've never heard of heard of a flu vaccine me neither because it doesn't work <laughs> it's funny that and where's the flu gone that's the funny thing where's the flu gone now you know where's the flu gone really interesting." Really interesting, though, but when it comes to um flu, just to give you a bit of a, a different perspective, it's very interesting, you know, because I really believe that in our own human bodies, we all have the own inner mechanisms when it comes to health to, you know, to, to remove and clear anything out of our bodies. Uh, the book by Dr. Joe Dispenza proves this, you know, that through mind and belief that we can affect and change inner systems within inside of ourselves, we have our access to our own inner pharmaceuticals. And um, there's a lot of great minds in the past who have been, who have been, um, you know, whose work has been stopped and not allowed to come on the internet and not being put out there and stuff, who believe that the, when it comes to flu anyway, when someone gets flu, um, there's a lot of theories how the flu is actually just a natural response to the body, clearing out toxins, and actually how it's a good thing for the body, um, how flu works in a way to remove toxins, you know? So um, I kind of feel like a lot of some things that are natural processes in the body are spun upon themselves and used for big pharma and corporations to sell you something that is just actually a natural process in your body that's actually trying to help you i feel like you know within our own human bodies and if you entrust in your own self you 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 will know what i mean on this you know when you've you've done enough work if you've you know if you've done it if you if you've got a good foundation of health in your body you'll understand how strong your own human body is and how it can heal anything at once you know and so but i kind of feel like again it's just it's a it's a it's been spun upon itself for the system to to try and use certain things that are just natural occurring in your body so that it can you know profit off you basically oliver milner said hey dude like your messaging bit of a i think it's a contagious topic do you think we live in a taurus field or geometric model yeah this is a really cool question this is something that um i love thinking about you know um it's you know I'm I'm really I'm really leaning towards that this place of the Taurus field I really am um I've experienced it like I said I just did a podcast the other day which is really cool if you haven't seen that so far but I put some really put it together in a really good way It took us a long time to do that I put together some experts and stuff speaking about the Taurus model from an inner perspective and also from an outer perspective um but my own all my research is leaning towards me that this plane or Earth or realm whatever you want to call it definitely seems to be Taurus-like, you know. I really feel like, um, you know, for example, you know, when the this is just to go off a little bit of a tangent, I'm just going to try and give me perspective on whatever's coming to my mind. But when you, on a nighttime, when they say that the satellites in the sky and stuff and the satellites are in outer space and they're moving in outer space, if you look up with your naked eye and you see them satellites, my intuition and my, my eyes are telling me, that they're not out of the earth's orbit you know they are under the van am belt or the dome whatever you want to call it and i kind of feel like my my intuition and my research is telling me that we actually haven't even we're not even able to get out of here you know we're not able to to move out into space or whatever's out there i don't even know what's out there could be anything for uh, for all i'm concerned right now especially with all the metaphysical things i've been saying um but i really feel like they Seems like to me, like, you know, nature has this sort of secret geometry which is sort of, you know, the ancients knew what is above, so below. And there seems to be this inner 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 sort of dialogue between these two dimensions of the processes that's inside of us versus the processes that's in nature and also the processes that we see out there in the universe. And it seems to me like there is some sort of um Taurus like um Taurus like a mirror effect that is replicating within nature replicating with inside of ourselves so it makes sense that this realm or whatever we're in does have some sort of taurus-like aspect to it taurus field aspect to it you know i said this in the other one but look for example oranges trees have a taurus-like effect to them uterus you know um goes on and on you can we can analyze so many different things in life that has that taurus-like aspect um so why wouldn't why wouldn't this be a torus as well why wouldn't earth's magnetic frequency or whatever it is be a torus field as well it makes sense because i kind of feel like um just to add, a, add again you know i kind of feel like this this whole place um it has something to do more it's more of a, it's more of a metaphysical plane you know, metaph- or metaphysical place i think science and the stories that were told through growing up as a child we like to perceive that it's a physical place you know we're kind of rooted in that the planets are here and stuff like that but i kind of feel like there's there's definitely something under that surface that we're that we all maybe don't quite know yet. Um, but when you start doing deep work, you know, for example, you take psychedelics or you expand your awareness, you start peeking beyond the veil more and more, and you start realizing that, you know, this place isn't as solid as you think. And, you know, there is something else more metaphysical underneath the surface. Whatever whatever that may be, I'm still trying to work towards that in my own journey, you know. But it does seem to be more than what we've been told. And I kind of feel like there's a reason to that, you know, there's a reason why people aren't probably telling us not telling us what this place truly is because you know they want you to believe that you're not as special as you are. You know, they want you to be rooted into the earth realm. You know, and believing that there's a real pandemic and believing that you're this body and you should be scared and run to work quickly, fast, do your jobs, do your tasks. Shut this up! Don't speak. Um, but there's a lot more to this place. You know, more and more people know that now. I'm gonna answer. I'll answer. I'll read, read two more questions. I answer two more questions. Some really, by the way, guys, some class stuff. Really good. So I am prosperity said, it's not a feeling something isn't right. It's a fact. I am a libertarian and want as little as government intervention as possible. Government creates all the major problems and offers help to the solution. Well, I'm with you on that, you know, um, it's a, you know, I kind of feel like, um, you know, we, we're all adults, you know, we're all adults in this world. I know, you know, for example, if I have, I, I, I believe that if everyone just, if everyone took psychedelics, um, I think the world would be a completely different place and even when realize that that um you go you need to, you can govern your own consciousness because i feel like we all have the ability to govern our own consciousness and um, it's just you know currently right now on the world um a lot of people you know the the, the current systems that's set up you know really do you know it creates a an, 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 it creates a cycle where it keeps certain people on the top and others at the bottom but if we move into a more conscious world where we govern ourselves you know, maybe we will have more say over where wealth's distributed, where certain things are put in place. But, but the reason why people do want control is because um, people want to, people don't want you having sovereignty so that, you, so that they, you can take things that they hold up in their lives away from them. I kind of feel like that's a big thing what's going on in the world now. We know that governments are, have back deals with corporations and stuff, and they, you know they want everything for themselves the majority the minority of people on the planet have all the wealth and everyone else doesn't you know it's kind of keeps their whole system propped up you know so they they can keep doing what they want you know and being on having the power so to say but I, i'm with you on that you know I believe that we all have the ability to sovereign to have sovereignty of our own consciousness you know I'm doing I'm doing fine you know in my life I don't need any government to tell me what to do you know and um, but i'm with you, i'm with you on that I, that's a big one that can go so many different places so i'll, I'll answer one more i'll answer one more question um like I say, I'm gonna do loads more of these. So if you have any more questions and I don't answer them, just put them back in the next live while well, I do and I'll I'll go through them all. Um but just to be tip trip and said, Dan, did the kundalini make it all the way to your head f- for you? Mine got stopped between the heart and the throat. Yeah, so um so mine did, yeah. Mine went all the way to the head. It was um you know, it's kinda it was kinda interesting for me because when like I said before, when when I had the experience of the kundalini, I could feel how it was moving up my body and it was getting blocked. It was getting blocked on, um, and this is when I was having really big visions of the of all the different chakra systems within my body. And this is how, you know, in the past when you hear all these um, Indian gurus and people like that talking about how we have a chakra system within our body, there was a point in my journey where you know I I was I, I believed it to a certain degree, but I never really had the own because it's a lot different when you have the own you have the own internal experience yourself and you see the chakras in your body. It changes the whole ball game, you know, because you're no longer have the sense of maybe that's possible, you know now, you know, you're operating from that place of known, no longer from belief, you're in a complete known, and um, for me, I could see when the kundalini energy was moving from my body, and how it was getting blocked in certain chakras, but I kind of feel like when it gets blocked, just to add add to that, um, when you said mine got stopped between the heart and the throat, the reason I feel like, like, well, like, yeah, I know why it gets blocked, but the reason why it gets blocked is because there's certain things that you need to work on that's related to them chakras. So, for example, what I would recommend to you is, is that if you believe that the energy got shut, stopped at your at your heart or your throat, just do a bit of research online and you'll find out certain emotions and things that are linked to that, you know, and things that maybe you need to, to remove and iron out for that energy to, to, to freely move forward. But I, I feel like for me... um. For me, I feel like, and I still experience the Kundalini energy very often. And I kind of feel like once that doorway is important or portal, whatever you want to call it, it's opened up inside yourself, and you have that remembrance of of the energy, and, and you, it's kind of like it kind of feels like sometimes the way is like the Kundalini energy is an entity within itself. You know, it, um, it kind of feels like um, it has its own consciousness, its own life of itself, you know, and you, and you kind of create that relationship with the energy. And um, once you start learning it more and more, you can actually keep using it and, and removing, um, start removing certain things, and working with it in your life. Um, so I kind of feel like don't don't worry um, if you feel like you've missed the opportunity to break through. You know, sometimes it's not even about breaking through the kundalini. I've had so many friends around me who's who you know who they, they, they did, the energy didn't move all the way to the crown chakra in them, but they still got the lessons and they still understood it, it was enough to give them that little nudge, it was enough for them to see beyond the veil and give them in their lives what they needed. Because I feel like sometimes, you know, it's not always about having these big metaphysical experiences. It's sometimes just enough to to just get that little nudge in your life, just to know, you know, just to solidly know inside yourself that there is more to this place. Because I kind of feel like that's what's missing with a lot of people right now. You know, they haven't had that little bit of an experience that's peek beyond the veil and give them that little bit of understanding. And, it, you know, from that place, it just helps you operate in your life uh, a lot better. So, you know, don't be disheartened if it it hasn't went all the way. There might be more opportunities for for that to move. I've heard of people who've had one or two or three kundalini awakenings. um, You know, and for me, it lasted, the kundalini awakening lasted a good year for me. And I still feel the remnants of it now as well moving through my life. So, you know, don't be disheartened by it. Just, you know, continue, just use the awareness that you've got for, if it does come back up again, to, to surrender and, you know, for the time when it comes back the kundalini energy when you feel it just make sure that you're working on them certain chakras in your body clearing out the emotions and stuff like that so anyway i really hope you guys all like that um i I know i say this every single time but thank you so much for all the amazing questions you know this this community that's starting to grow is it's beautiful it's i see more and more uh, the same faces turning up every single week all the time and, you know, at times, I know it's easy for me to say this because, you know, I, I'm not physically getting to see your faces all behind the camera, everyone who's turned up every single week. Um, and it's easy to become disconnected and actually for me to realise that, you know, there's, there's souls, there's energy forms, there's people out there who are actually sitting, you know, you know, valuing what I say and having a conversation and turning up and wanting to wanting to do whatever we're doing here. So, you know, from the bottom of my heart, I love you all and I, I'll never, ever... I'll never stop speaking me truth and I'll, and I'll always, um, you know, I'll always, um, I'll always never underestimate the fact uh, of of how there's actually somebody behind this, you know, it's not just, it's not just for money, it's not, nothing for anything else, it's just something that's happening right now, whatever's going on, something's going on, but we're all turning up and we're all trying to work on ourselves, so I love you all, wherever you are in the world, peace out thanks so much for checking out that podcast there i hope you like that q and a style uh, towards the end there guys as well the audio went off if if you feel like the um if you recognize that the audio changed a little bit something happened i don't know what went went wrong but something it was i think it was about 50 minutes in uh, the audio went off a little bit and it went back to sort of just the um the youtube version I don't know what happened but the audio sort of went off but it was listenable anyway so i hope you like that q a style i would also love to see you guys um at the next uh, live q a which i do on youtube quite regular about once or twice a week i'm doing them now but definitely be every over every every um week or so i'll be doing them so i'd love to see you there in the live it's a really cool hangout there's a really cool community starting to sort of flourish on there um and i would just love to see you there and it would be really cool um so if you can guys check out the one-off donation option or the patreon page just really helps and provides a platform for me to keep doing what i'm doing i really appreciate all the patrons and everyone who donates Um, it really means a lot and helps me keep doing this Uh, also I'm i'm now offering some one on one personal coaching if this interests you and you need a little bit of help navigating your journey or you just even need someone a friend you know to talk to and speak about some uh, deep topics because I know when it comes to this journey you know it's kind of hard to sometimes find people who you can relate to and share ideas and concepts and I can definitely uh, provide that for you now if you, if you, if you uh, wish to do so. Um, so anyway to play this podcast out as I always do this is a really cool song it was actually recommended by um, a guy who I work with on the coaching Um the song is um, called the world today and it's by a group or artist i'm not too sure called the barley mob i think it's a group called the barley mob it's a really cool one anyway and so this was a recommendation from a listener and a guy who i work with on the coaching so enjoy this song anyway peace out
1: So what's the problem, what's the matter? Well, I tell you what's beneath me open sight. I'm not religious, superstitious, inhibition, go sometimes I think and things are gonna be alright. And somewhere down the line, in a different time, I might find that I've lost my mind. But until then I'll get stuck in. Can't win, so I sin, but that's alright. What's the matter with the world today When no one seems to think that things'll be okay What's the matter with the world I say When no one give a fuck about the world that you sing What's the matter with the world today When no one seems to think that things'll be okay What's the matter with the world how you say at any given second they be taken away Back page of some magazine Say my hopes and my dreams could be mine if I want it. I land that TV screen so we could be dead in a week, and I don't think I want that. I'm lost. I'm lost. No matter how many countries I might cross Cross, and so pissed off Gucci politicians tell me where do they get off? What's the matter with the world today? When well, no one seems to think that things'll be okay What's the matter with the world, I say? Well no one give a fuck about the world that you see What's the matter with the world today? When well, no one seems to think that things'll be okay, I see What's the matter with the world, I say? I can give even second I
0: need taken taken away